Greetings, people of God. We are live at the church, Dazio in Indio, California, in the United States of America. I greet our precious Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, the Holy Spirit. We invite you, Holy Spirit, as I greet you all over the world. Remember, the church, Dazio, is a prophetic voice, a precursor messenger speaking to the church all over the world, and that involves and includes every single believer, every single one that is part of the Church of Jesus Christ. Today's message, I titled it, I put a double title. I titled it, The Harvest is Ready, Are You Saved? And uh, let us uh, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. In Jeremiah 8.20, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah for the people of God. And uh, we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to take us on a journey. You might say, you're not my pastor. You cannot teach me uh, this word or I won't hear it. Because we, we, we hear all kinds of uh, comments, especially in our spirit. But this is uh, the voice of the Spirit of God speaking to all of us, including myself. And the Bible says, the harvest is past, the summer has ended, and uh, we are not saved in the in the book of um jeremiah in revelation chapter 2 verse 4 it says yet i hold this against you you have forsaken the love you had at first now he's speaking to the church to the believers to the christians to the body of christ to the disciples of jesus christ and uh, in another translation, it says, but I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Last night, I was hearing the word in audio, and I believe it's, it's the ESV version or something like that. You don't have the same love you used to have at the beginning. And uh, that just hit my heart because when we, when we have love for God, when we are saved, when we get saved, uh, and truly saved, not the kind of saved that we see now. Oh, just repeat a prayer and people continue the same way. There's no change. There's no transformation. And God is wanting to bring his church back to him because this is uh, these words, th these verses, uh, it's talking about uh, when Israel would forsake God and they would go after their own thing, their own ways. There's a scripture here in Jeremiah also in... Um, let me see, in chapter, because we want to make sure we get this right. In Jeremiah 2, verse 13, my people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. In Jeremiah 2, 2, it says, go and proclaim in the hearing of the church of Jerusalem. And uh, this is what the Lord says, I remember the devotion of your youth. How, as a bride, you loved me and followed me through the wilderness, through a land not sown. And um, I, I can go on and on and on regarding all these scriptures about us, the church, abandoning God or forsaking uh, the love we had at first for God. Because when we come to salvation and there's a, a reformation, a transformation, we get we get transformed and God deposits his love in us. So much is our love immediately for God that we go after him uh, with that devotion that he talks about. I remember the devotion of your youth, how as a bride you used to follow me. 
and uh, to follow hard after God, to, do, to want to do His will, to want to allow Him to just flow, and we'd be uh, out there telling everybody about this, this salvation through Jesus Christ. But what happens, just like the disciples in the book of Acts, when the Spirit of God came down, they, it, was, it was showtime. It was no longer let us stay in this upper room and let us just have a Holy Ghost and fire service. Let us just gather together day after day and, uh, and just enjoy the presence of God. We've been praying for revival and revival will be coming as fortes, as uh, outpourings of the Spirit before the glorious outpouring, which will be grand, it will be great, global. And, uh, and, and, and I believe that in many ways people are stuck just waiting on revival, just waiting on God to pour out His Spirit so we can go out and do something. Well, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came over 2,000 years ago. We have the medicine for humanity that is dying without Jesus Christ. We have the medicine now to speak the word that will transform lives, that will deliver the captive, that will go out and save the lost, that will restore those who have been lost uh, along the way, the, the medicine to go after those who have abandoned the way of God, the, pro the prodigals, uh, sons and daughters of God. We have the medicine now but we are stuck inside four walls or everybody digging their own wells and they're drinking water out of their own cisterns, their own ways. And God is saying it is time to return to the love that you have forsaken, church, the love you had at first because the harvest is ready. There is a now generation that is on the rise right now. And I'm speaking to you because not everybody will answer the call. This is a time in which the church needs to understand I was saved and I was sent. I was saved and I was sent. So now let me break a mentality that is in the body of Christ. Oh, if I get permission from my pastor or my church, I will go out and evangelize. And uh, let me just tell you something. You have the green light from God, Matthew 18 through 20, 28, 18 through 20. And it tells you, go, go and preach the gospel. It doesn't say go and put your own ministry. It doesn't say go and, and take a bunch of people out of the church and start your own church and ministry. It is saying, go out there and get the harvest, uh, uh, bring in the harvest because the harvest is ready. Go and save the lost. Go and heal the sick. Go and bring them into the kingdom of heaven. Go and deliver those who have chains of bondage. Go and deliver the captives. Go and do God's will because that is what the church is called for. It is not calling us to go into a room and sit around and have a good old Holy Ghost and fire time. He says, you have the medicine now, church. But the reason we are not going after the harvest, even though the harvest is ready, there's many souls being lost every single day. And we, the church, are just sitting around or just having our own little church gatherings or our own conferences. How many conference after conference after conference can people go to and still not go out and save the lost? That's why God says the, the, the harvest is uh, past. The summer has ended 
and we are not saved. God is bringing his church back to holiness. God is bringing his church back to a sanctified, set apart state of being as a bride going after the, the uh, him as in our youth. And it's not talking about our youth in physical years. It's talking about when we got saved, when you were on fire for God, when, when God delivered you from that addiction, that affliction, that tormenting spirit or that lifestyle or that way of living or just plain out of sin because we're all sinners that have been uh, 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 separated from the glory of God. And he says, go back to that love. Go back and go after me like a bride used to go after me. And, uh, and God is bringing us back to himself because we, we have in so many ways taken over the place of God. We in so many ways, ministries, pastors, Christians, families, everywhere. And uh, we look at the, uh, the parents and the children are the same way. How can the children be different from the parents if the parents abandon the love of God and uh, they don't go after the souls? What are they teaching their children at home about going and saving the lost? So the parents, the adults, all of us, we need to re be restored to the love we had at first. But And in the meantime, while we're waiting for revival and redigging the wells of revival and, and calling upon God, God is saying, go and get the lost saved. Go and bring them because the harvest is ready. And we don't want to be uh, like this scripture in the book of uh, Jeremiah. 820 the harvest is past the summer has ended and we are not saved there's many people in the body of Christ who are living in such a way that it's questionable your salvation and uh, and for the sake of your own soul you need to get it right with God it is through Christ but we must live a separate life according to God and uh, be a life that is so disposed towards God, God's will, and, uh, and not be mixing, mixing the, the, the true wine with other things, with the world, with carnality, with sin, with the occult, with darkness. And uh, when somebody gets transformed by the power of God, they will leave everything that is, not, that is ungodly, that is unholy, that is not right before God, that, is, that, it, that has uh, uh, inspiration or origin in the occult, it they will leave everything, drugs, addictions, everything's broken off from, from, the, from us the moment we come to Jesus Christ. And we have that power in the name of Jesus. We are the church of Jesus Christ that is being awakened by the Holy Spirit so that we can begin uh, to go out there and stop uh, just... Uh, fixing our own little house, our own little problem, our own little marriage, and have a gathering after gathering, conference after conference, and the people are still dying and going to hell every single day because the church is inside or has abandoned God in so many ways. So we don't see the power of God, the, the, whole, the holiness of God, the fear of God, the signs and the wonders, because everybody's digging their own cisterns that cannot hold any water and he's saying go back to the living waters go back to being dependent on the holy spirit to the love of god well uh, uh if you need to pray god pour out your love upon my heart because i don't have love for the 
for dying humanity. I don't have the inspiration. I don't feel like it. Well, this is the generation that we are living. And God is saying, where are the reformers? Where are the activists? Where are those revivalists? Where are those people who would get on their knees and call upon God and live sanctified lives? And uh, the outcasts, the uh, uh, excommunication uh, happening in their own uh, churches or ministries because they decided to do the will of God. And the will of God is always go after the lost. Go and establish God's dominion and go and change this world with the power of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit instead of being stuck in religion, tradition, denominations, religious ways, culture. All this stuff has got to be uh, thrown out and uh, we need to return to the devotion we had at first when we came to Jesus Christ. Yes, we can be doing God's business. We can be serving in the church, in the house of God, but then we forget the love, the, the love we have for God. We, we forget to love on him first. People don't know how to worship God in this, in this generation. Uh, they think that worshiping God is going to a church service or a conference or a service, take a bunch of notes and then do nothing. That's not worshiping God. Our lives should be a worship and our lives should say, God, I love you so much that I know you love humanity. So I'm, I'm extending myself out to others. There's no people wanting to go and evangelize. This is a sad situation because Jesus tells us that we are to go and preach the gospel. Many are, their soul is in danger uh, if they step into eternity. Many people who say, I'm saved, uh, their soul is in danger. We cannot sugarcoat it. Because if we're living a certain li uh, lifestyle or a certain way, we can very much be in danger of our soul entering eternity into hell and uh, not into heaven. Not because we want to go to heaven, we'll go to heaven. We have to pay the price according to the word of God. It is through Jesus. It is a free gift. But we have to take up our cross and follow Jesus. We have to walk the way Jesus walked. We have to live the life that God wants us to live. And first of all, he has to be our number one. People are number one, and God falls in the category of 10 or five, uh, 15 in the lives of believers, and yet to say, I'm serving and worshiping God. That is not reality. We either, when God is God in our lives and in our ministries, we are going to make sure that everything that is done, it is according to him leading us. It is according to his word. It is according to his times, his moves, his seasons. And we're going to throw out everything else that, that tries to stop the real God in our lives or the flow of God. So God is calling us to go out there and uh, begin to bring in the harvest because the harvest is ready. We're praying for revival. God bless every heart that's praying for revival. We're singing about revival. We're talking about the glory. We're empowering the saints, but the saints are inside the church and they're not going after the harvest. We must go after the harvest. And when there's something out there in to gather the harvest, the, the, the hand of man must be 
removed. I've gone to different um, countries. Oh my gosh, whole, oh, they get in the way so much and their own way of doing things and they don't want to change so we don't get anything else. And it's the same people in the same places in the same crusades and uh, then nothing happens. And that's why the Bible says the harvest is past, the harvest, the harvest has ended and we are not saved. We have, we're doing nothing other than just having Holy Ghost and fire reunions. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that by the Spirit of God, you are being prompted to rise up in your spirit and go and begin to speak in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ with no excuses, with nothing to uh, cover ourselves with and, and, and uh, evade what God is saying because uh, this is reality. We as a church of believers, we have abandoned the love we had at first towards God. Once we're cleaned up like a fish, we're cleaned up, we're restored, we put on a tie, a nice dress, good makeup, and, uh, and then we forget about God's eternal purpose, which is to save the lost, to go after dying humanity, to transform and reform this generation by the power of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And uh, God is reminding us again, because uh, people are not wanting to go and do God's will. Jesus Christ was very clear with God. And he said, I have come as offerings and sacrifices you did not desire, but I have come to do your will. And that's what God is looking for in our lives, individually and family and without excuses. Don't hide behind a title or a ministry or a denomination. We do things this way. That's the cisterns that have been dug if they go contrary to the fullness of God's purposes for our lives. There's so many Christians and churches sitting around and uh, so full of, uh, of, of uh, calling and talent and gifts of the Spirit, but they're not going out. We need to set the captives free out there and then inside the church you need to go and uh, go and save the lost. Go and bring in the harvest because the harvest is ready. The Bible says in uh, Hosea 10, 12, it says, Sow righteousness for yourselves, reap the fruit of unfailing love, and break up your unplowed ground, for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you. How can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. It's time to go because Jesus Christ said, go. I'm sending you in this world, in this earth, and I'm sending you to go and tell them about the plan of salvation. Go and, and heal the sick. Go and cleanse the leper. Go and raise the dead. Go and bring them into my kingdom. Go and gather the harvest because the harvest is ready. And stop saying it's not ready. John 4, it says, don't you have a saying? Oh, it's still four months. It's too cloudy. We can't evangelize. It's too rainy. We can't evangelize. It's too hot. It's too cold. It's not comfortable. I can't go out there and evangelize because I have things to do. I can't tell people about Christ because, oh, I'm embarrassed. I'm timid. Well, it's time to seek the Lord until he showers down the empowerment, the Holy Ghost, and it's time to throw out all kinds of excuses of why we don't tell people about why we are saved and the plan of salvation. God's love is Christ Jesus, the Lord, and he wants to save the lost. There's family members, 
that are not saved. And just because, just because we love them doesn't mean that they're going to heaven. Oh, I love them so much. And, and God's going to be nice and cool and take them to heaven if they live like a devil and accept and don't accept Jesus Christ. No, that is delusion. We have to tell people and we have to check ourselves. Am I still saved? Am I still in the salvation? Or am I living a life that is totally contrary to God's perfect will? And remember, it's not by works that we are saved but we have to live lives that are set apart and sanctified unto the service of God at his feet, as, at his service, so that we can, we can be vessels that, that go out and uh, tell others about salvation and bring in the harvest because the harvest is ready. Ask yourself, are we saved? Am I saved? Are we saved here? Am I saved or am I just playing the part as a, just another Christian like everybody else that is living a, a two lives that is one way inside the church, another way outside the church, or sick, secret sin, or, or am I, have I abandoned God even though I'm inside the church? So it's time to analyze ourselves and uh, begin to, have I dug my own cistern? Am I about my own business, my own business, my own work, my own uh, family, my own little problem, my own little kids, my own little uh, husband, wife? A am, am I just focusing on this and missing out on the, on the greatest calling for every believer to go and uh, get the harvest, go and tell others about Jesus Christ. Don't you have a saying, it's still four months until the harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields for they are ripe, they are ripe for harvest, the Bible says. Even now the one who uh, reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life. The Bible says that he's, he's sending us where others have worked. There's people that died for the cause of Christ, for preaching the gospel, and they've already, uh, uh, um, that ground has already been prepared, it's been watered with the blood of, of saints that were martyred, and then here we are to show our face, and it says, you're going to harvest where others have worked, and still like that, people are not going out to go after the harvest, it's more comfortable to sit in a comfortable chair, it's more comfortable to do the same old, same old, same old, and uh, don't you rock the boat but God is saying the harvest is ready the workers are few so let us pray to the Lord of the harvest so that he can send laborers workers into the harvest field the harvest field is the world the harvest field is the nation the nations the harvest field is your neighborhood is your family is your friends is your your street where you live the your 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 the world the, the world everything is is our world where we are to the harvest field, the stores, the workplace, everywhere. And uh, we need to get empowered in the presence of God and just take the step to go after the harvest because the harvest is ready, the Bible says. God told Peter and uh, Andrew when he saw them um, casting a net and he says, come, follow me and I will make her fishers of people. And that's what Jesus makes out of us if we allow him. And God is looking for people that will, will allow him to be made fishers of people. Just go and tell people about Christ. Go and get in the harvest. Bring in the harvest. Don't bring people from another church to, uh, to your church. Bring in the lost, 
those who are bound, those who are demon-possessed, those who are sick, and save their soul through the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Bring them into the kingdom of heaven. Jeremiah 4.3 says, this is what the Lord says to the people. Break up your unplowed, uh, unplowed ground, ground and do not sow among thorns. It is time to return to God because the harvest is ready. It's time to remove the thorns in our lives. Uh, every excuse, every reason, every, every system we've dug and uh, begin to return to the love we had at first for our Savior, Jesus Christ. Because when we have love for God, with his own love, we are out there in the highways, the byways, the country, the city, the villages, the alley, everywhere. We're everywhere, but for one purpose alone, to restore humanity to God through Jesus Christ, to tell them about this plan of salvation, not a religion, not a tradition, not a denomination, but about God's plan of salvation. God's love is Jesus Christ sent to this world. Jesus came, he was sent. Now he says, now I'm sending you like my father sent me. Now, therefore, go and tell them about salvation. Go and deliver the captive. Go and set them free. Go and heal the sick. Don't just sugarcoat it. Go and bring them in. Bring in the harvest into the kingdom of heaven because the time is now. The harvest is ready and we must obey the voice of God. And we cannot go after, oh, there's a, a powerful scripture. I just remembered in Jeremiah where it says, Well, I cannot find it, but it's an awesome scripture about, oh yeah, here it is. Jeremiah 2, verse 20. Long ago, you broke off your yoke and tore off your bonds. You said, I will not serve you. And uh, this is the condition of many believers. We as pastors try to tell people, well, we tell people this is what God is saying. This is the way of Christianity. This is the way of the cross, the way of the spirit. Do this. Don't do that. This is the word of God. And, and people are in this condition. We will not serve God his way. So we are to return to God and begin to serve him his way. When we begin to, when we return to God his way with all our hearts, then we will begin to see the, the, the rain fall down upon us and he will confirm everything we do and the harvest will begin to be, uh, we'll pick up the harvest and we will not, and we will be saved because we will be in the will of God a hundred percent, not living like lives as we want to our way and still think that we are in the way. The way of Jesus Christ is the way of the cross, the way of the cross. And we are to go after God and be restored back to that first love. I have this against you. You have abandoned your love, the love you had at first. Let us return to God and say, God, I understand I've been waiting for revival. I'm praying for revival, but I forgot the harvest. I forgot the lost. I forgot the gospel, the message of salvation. And here I'm just enjoying my, 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 uh, my experiences with you, doing nothing, sitting around. And I have abandoned you. I have dug my own cistern. I, my own work is my, my, my well. And, and I forgot about you. Uh, you. You were number one. Now you're in the seventh place, eighth place. And God, say, God is saying, no, return to your first love, Church of Jesus Christ. Return with all your heart, 
with the same devotion you had when you first got saved. And first of all, make sure you are saved. Make sure you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior before you exit this earth because it's the only way to heaven, to eternal life. It is the only plan of salvation, salvation available to humanity that God says, if you accept and believe in my son, Jesus Christ, you will be saved. Those who call upon the Lord will be saved, but then begin to live the life, the life that God wants you to live his way and uh, begin to live from the living waters of the Holy Spirit and the word of God and get out of your own, uh, of your own mind and your own house and problem and begin to live for Jesus Christ. God bless you. I pray this message penetrates your heart, penetrates the heart of every single believer so that we are moved to action by the same spirit that will be flowing through the church when we return to our first love and go after the harvest because the harvest is ready. God bless you until next message. Bye-bye.